Times began Black History Month by referring to the fade as the Travis Kelsey. What? The Travis Kelsey haircut. So let's get a picture of Travis Kelsey up. Uh, what you're looking at here in the shot when we have it, that is a low bald fade around, ending around the C cup. Then okay. you go bald to level two on the clippers. Okay. And you make sure the fade in the back goes low. Get a little drop fade. So you don't look, you don't look like it was a drop off. Okay, I got you. I see what you're doing. And yeah. this is so popular these days that barbers around the country report being basically inundated with men waving a picture, probably on their phone actually, just being like, give me the Travis Kelsey. Uh, That's the shot's and, and why do they want that cut? Because they why? think what? So a fade. The New York Times just wrote an article about how popular a fade is. Going to the barbershop. They got the pictures up and you point what you want. <laughs> when you have them pictures up, Trav, when mm -hmm. did you start pointing to the black guys? <laughs> this is why people that we do we do this. <laughs> New York Times began Black History Month by referring to the fade as the Travis Kelsey. What? The Travis Kelsey haircut. So let's get a picture of Travis Kelsey up. Uh, what you're looking at here in the shot when we have it, that is a low bald fade around, ending around the C cup. Then okay. you go bald to level two on the clippers. Okay. And you make sure the fade in the back goes low. Get a little drop fade. So you, don't look, you don't look like it was a drop off. Okay, I got you. I see what you're doing. And yeah. this is so popular these days that barbers around the country report being basically inundated with men waving a picture, probably on their phone actually, just being like, give me the Travis Kelsey. Uh, That's the shot's and, here. and why do they want that cut? Because they why? think what? So a fade. The New York Times just wrote an article about how popular a fade is. Going to the barbershop. They got the pictures up and you point what you want. <laughs> when you have them pictures up, Trav, when mm -hmm. did you start pointing to the black guys? <laughs> we make so much progress as white people that we do we do this. <laughs> it is our anniversary, Flames. It's Monday Night Madness. And if you think that was some madness, wait till we get into the Grammy shenanigans that happened last night. The good, the bad, and the ugly that has been going on during Black History Month and during the month of our anniversary. Happy anniversary, Flames. Let's get into it. It's Monday Night Madness, y'all. We're going to start off with us a nice little vibe of music. And then we're going to get into some real things, okay? So grab whatever you sipping on, whether it's your little coffee or tea. If you home at night, listen to this, your little wine. It's time now that you, you know, got the kids laying down, whatever you want to do. But just know it's going to be a legendary show. Talk to him, Tony. We got to bring our anniversary in. <laughs>
Let's go. Gonna bring it in, y'all. One Night Man, it's the Grammys edition. Starting with the legendary Tracy Chapman. So glad Luke brought her back. Shout out to Luke. I wanna take it to anywhere. Maybe we make it. Mr. Combs, the good one. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove.
Chanel Vince to the finish. Music computers and robbers and looters and looters with shooters and shooters with brokers and shooters with brokers. See these with my tutors and my tutors taught me a terrible miracle. You can like Tina still killing America. Be celebrated like Captain America. Fuck it, I'm with it. Let's get it. This nigga in Nicholas and Bentley. I lay in the Lennox. Man, I'm a villain with chilling, so I'm never chilling. I gotta make millions. I used to be dope with the dealing, but that got a ceiling, and we know the usual killing. Niggas get rich and go bitch and go petty, go stitching and fuck up their family and friends. Me, I go to Germany, earn me a couple of million, return with a couple of pins. I'll go to Brazil and just kick it and chill till I'm over the hill and still fucking on. The world got no mercy, so I had to show him like Percy with me, it just can't be no limit. 100% is authentic, see, I got no gimmick, so I ain't protecting no image. My style original, pivotal, it's going digital, niggas, you like is a mimic. I'm a menace that's moving on benches, I promise my hop that my anger is in it. It ain't enough that I took out my hop in this block, we burnt out this whole fucking village. Did it with smile, out a grimace, it was my pleasure to see that this fuck nigga finish. You get offended, then fucking my nigga, I'm with it, I'm hitting, let's get this shit in. Back to the club, Oh my God, what they do? It's Kiwi 305-954, a.k.a. Hot D. John's coming through. And I'm kicking in the front door in 2024. That's what we're going to do. Give me your mo, baby, mo, baby, mo of the Hot D. John's experience. Spreading the mustard to help you catch up. And, oh, yeah, we all about that funky stuff. <laughs> it is our anniversary, y'all. It is February 5th, 2024. This is our three-year anniversary. I really want to act a donkey, but it is Monday, so I'm going to chill, B, only until I get into these topics of the night. Yes, about the Grammys, the good, the bad, and definitely the ugly. Hope you were enjoying our little musical journey. Shout out to SZA, Victoria Monet, who won um, Best new artist SZA with her three awards even though she didn't win album of the year which I knew they had her performing all over the damn place over here on this stage over there on that stage over here in the front right here in the back why don't you go over here in the side you know have to go ahead and perform for them folk and and and, and entertain them while they're sitting there waiting on their one award that they're going to get and that's going to be album of the year so they can um break the tie and pretty much get it out of Stevie Wonder's hands and put it in Taylor Swift's, man. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Jay-Z's speech. We're going to bring you some snippets of his speech. Very profound speech um, and very truthful speech. We're going to get into that and have some commentary. We're definitely going to be talking about um, some of the winners, some of the, the moments of the night that uh, I chose. I usually do the others, but there was no others this year. We want to talk about the fact that all rap categories were uh, untelevised. Isn't that amazing? Once again, we, we, we're actually back to where we started from. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to get into maybe some other topics if we have a chance to. If not, they're definitely going to be on Talk About It Tuesdays. So if this is your first time listening to the Hotly Johns podcast, Welcome, welcome, welcome. I know I sound a little subdued. It's been a long day. I was planning a big celebration, but um, I think I'll say that for our Fun Fluffing Friday since we haven't had one in a while. 
I didn't do it on first Fridays of last week because, you know, it's first Fridays, first Saturday. So I know everybody was out hanging. So y'all ain't really listening to no podcast. And it was working on some other things. Um, I have some exciting, exciting news that I want to share with you guys. And I'm trying to see if I want to share it tonight or if I'm going to share it on Fun Fluffy Friday. But either way, make sure that you follow the Hot the John Experience podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. And make sure that you follow your girl, Kiwi, K-I-W-I-305-954 on Instagram. That's K-I-W-I-305-954 on Instagram. The Hot B. John Experience podcast host, that is me. Get a sip of that Kiwi, that refreshment on the mic. Okay? Um, and for all of my just begins, welcome, welcome, welcome. We don't just welcome you to the flamely. We welcome you to the flamely. We don't just welcome you to the barbecue. And... That being said, why are you a flame, you ask? Because we keep it 10 toes down in this shit, and you keep me lit. So without further ado, man, let's get into it. Um, there was a lot of madness. This is um, going to be our introduction to Melanin Monday. So yes, you're welcome. Uh, Monday Night Madness is our typical um Monday night name for our Monday episodes, but uh, I told you on last week that we had a change in mind, and I know y'all was like, oh, you're changing all of the days, names, all of the monikers. Nope. Just a couple of them we switched up. We switched up the WTF Wednesdays from, you know, what the fuck, um, to um, Wealth to Fit, and then we switched that to Wealth to Health, so it's WTH Wednesdays. Um, We also have our Thought-Provoking Thursdays. So we're going to be working that out and seeing how you guys like it. So we're putting some work in. We're doing like the comics do, you know, doing some work. And if you like it, it sticks. If not, then we'll just stay with what we got. Fun Fluffy Friday ain't going nowhere. Now, um, Sip and Stir, Saturday Shenanigans. Um, Saturday Shenanigans, I think I'm going to be moving over to the YouTube channel. So you guys, in order to catch um, Saturday Shenanigans, you would definitely could catch that. Um, on video on YouTube, uh, and we'll see how that works because I know I'm checking out my analytics. I know when I was going live, we had a good uh, a good amount of you that were um, listening live when I would go live at eight o'clock on Saturdays. But unfortunately, um, Spotify does not go live, and Apple does not have live. Um, it's pre-recorded. So, and I'm gonna double check that with Apple. But it's all pre-recorded. Um, we are working on some other things in the backdrop to bring you that live because that's one that was one good show where we sip and stirred on some of the shenanigans that was going on in pop culture. And like you guys really did receive it. But the fun fluff and Friday, I've gotten the most um the most listens, the most um shared. So it looks like you guys are really feeling that. You really feel it talk about it Tuesdays. Of course, that's our original talk about it Tuesdays. So talk about it Tuesdays is still is here to stay, definitely. Okay. But Mondays now we're going to be referring to it. And I think it's it was an opportune time to change the name during this being Black History and apparently Reggae Month, which um we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that on tomorrow's episode. Um, talk about it Tuesday's format is going to change slightly instead of me um, 
given so many so many articles and going over so many topics. We're gonna pick three of the biggest topics or most some important topics. Um, I want to say top three, you know. Um, and once we do that, we'll see how that works out. If that works out good, we'll stick with that format because. We were so inundated, I don't want to say even inundated, but was so taken aback with Thought Provoking Thursdays when I got into that. Um, if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to that episode of Thought Provoking Thursdays was explosive when we got into the amount of major food brands, stores, and fast food restaurants who are literally profiting billions of dollars off of prison labor, prison workforce, okay, which means that they are paying pennies, if any, on a dollar. Um, and then they're just pretty much raking in the profits. And uh, we're trying to figure it out. Like, if you need people to, you know, why can't you go to the farmers, you know, directly give them the money? Why can't you have um, an actual workforce built up to do the things that you are having the prisoners do? for little or no money. It's called job creation, but you're not trying to create jobs. You're trying to get as much done as possible for at least the least amount of overhead. And I get it. That's cool. That's business. But to not create jobs and there are people out here with the joblessness and the unemployment, I mean, it's steady right now, but it could have, it could be even better. We would not have an issue if half of these jobs were being offered to the public and not to the um, prison, uh, the prisoners where they're making hand over fist. So get into that um, thought-provoking Thursdays, that and a couple of other um, topics that we discussed on that one. You'll be glad you did. That was a great episode. But in doing the episode, I realized that um, we put, I, I packed a lot of content into that one. And that's not something I want to do um, moving forward. I want to be able to allow the content to breathe and, and not pack so much in and have you guys for so long. I mean, you guys have been really great. You've been awesome. You've been responding um, tremendously to all of our episodes. Um, we have content creators who are now going on two hour lives when they used to say that you can't be on more than 10 minutes or you can't be on more than 30 minutes because people, when you're engaging, when you're entertaining and you're informative, People will listen. People will pay attention. And we have done that. So I want to thank each and every one of my listeners who have been riding with me from the beginning, who have shared the podcast by either word of mouth, physically shared it. I thank you very, very, very much because we are making an impact. And I will not let them Travis Kelsey me like he's trying to do it, like he did with the fade. Okay. You want Travis Kelsey this podcast. We know what our impact is. We know what we're doing. We know who started it. And I will be on my soldier boy if I have to tonight. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, definitely tomorrow on Talk About It Tuesdays, we're probably going to be doing our versus battle. I had planned it for tonight, but we'll see if, you know, some of the verses will go tonight. But usually when I do the Grammys, I kind of just do the Grammys and I just dedicate that episode to the to the Grammys. It wasn't um, much I was going to discuss. It was going along good until I saw where um, Killer Mike was being carted off with his hands behind his back 
just swept the rap category that was not televised and then he's arrested so we're going to get into that like i said we're going to get into um the taylor swift you know i said the other night and i mean this you know i have no issue with taylor swift uh i like taylor swift but it's starting to become and and I I see I see Ye's point now. It's starting to really become a little agitating with the bullshit. Okay, and yes, I'm, I might be a little loose tonight with the word. I'm trying not to, but it's it's a little much now. I don't know who the hell she got on tape screwing a rabbit or whatever it is, but it's something because no matter what, I mean, I call her the you know the white girl Lori Harvey because let's let's be clear. Okay, let's be clear. Okay. Taylor done. Taylor was running through. I, I said this the other night as well. I believe she was running. She was the rabbit running through the bride patch, baby. You ain't know who was sticking up. This was sticking stick. This stick, 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 stick. And then she come out and she make a whole album. It goes like a true quadruple platinum, all off of heartbreaking. And before she could get done with the heart that heartbreak album, she was already involved with somebody else and writing a whole other album based on the heartbreak. So, you know, um, but she's. The white girl and i say you know we we go out to lori harvey and we say things about lori harvey you know just changing me like she changed her drawers like my grandma used to say when hell was taylor even have a chance to even change drawers did she have one any drawers because every time you turn around she has somebody new on her arm like two weeks later she has somebody new on the arm and another day and a half somebody new on the arm that being said I still was like, you know what? She's a little young girl. She writes good songs. I like the little girl. Leave her alone. When Kanye jumped up there and was drunk, it was like, you know, no disrespect. But, you know, Beyonce had the greatest of all time. Beyonce had the greatest of all time. Let's be clear. Okay? Beyonce has always been that um, protector for her. She's always stood up for her. She's been championing for her. Um, and it just seems to always resurface or, or come back again but we're going to get into that and how it ties into this year's grammys um and because we're gonna play a little snippet from the view because the view sometimes are viewless because i don't understand how the hell they they tried to change one thing into another i want to also get into the madness of the global award being named after dr dre the global impact um, and I know it's Black History Month, and it's going to be a mixed message, y'all. It might not be a very popular decision for me to do it, but I, and I know this is our first episode of Melanie Mondays, but um, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to ask the question <laughs> and talk about that. And then we're going to get into um, Miley Cyrus, the return of Miley. I was really feeling Miley last night. The hair, you know, like she was a little girl playing, playing dress up, but... I like Miley. We're going to get into that. Um, uh, some of the other uh, things we heard me play Tracy Chapman coming in and shout out again to Luke Combs for showing and shedding light on this songwriting genius, um, this legend who was to me the original Lauren Hill. Even when you look at her face, a little round baby face with the dress. And I say the original Lauren Hill because she was so un and she was not inundated at all um with the actual 
industry. She just wanted to sing. She just wanted to write songs. And then, you know, everything just started caving in with all of the foolishness and the politics and the bullshit of the industry. And she kind of just backed out. Of, and we're going to get into um, some of that. We're going to get into Joni Mitchell, uh, Billy Joel, you know, some of the other things that went on last night. And then maybe we'll have, uh, after we get through, if we have enough time, we'll go ahead and move forward with um, some of what I originally had scheduled for tonight, which was some of these versus battles that we had over the weekend. Trey Song versus Jacquees. We might get into that one. We might not say that for tomorrow. Um, and J-Lo versus Ayo, you know, it was J-Lo really a scam? We're going to get into that, hopefully. So, because I know a lot of times I'll, I'll listen back and say, oh, I said I was going to get into this. I forgot, I forgot. So, these are some of the topics that, depending on how soon we get done with the Grammy stuff, which I think it'll be pretty soon, we can get into some of those topics. And then we'll get ready for Talk About it Tuesday, Fun Fluff and Friday. We're definitely going to um, have a more celebratory, um, celebratory, um, episode to celebrate our anniversary y'all so without further ado let's finish up listen to i kill a mike what was the rap song of the year off of his rap album mike okay shout out to you killer mike and uh this night is for you this night is dedicated to killer mike i'm not gonna play our theme songs tonight i may play our welcome song later on for our just begins but i'm i'm, I'm playing me the rest of the night i'm playing killer mike so let's get back into this scientists and engineers, and I'll see you back on the other side of this track. Let's go. It's the Hot John Experience, Melanie Mondays. Immaculate thug with bottles of bumpers to master the rug. Look at me, bitch. Look at me, look at me, bitch. Look at the crook at me, bitch. Look at me, hit you with crookedy. Now I got you walking crookedly. They should be booking me. They should be booking me. Know that they won't. I'm Thelonious Monk in a dome. Kicking that jazz, collecting my bag. I'm talking Millie, they talking vanilla. Had to get that hate nigga from Nimmy. I do not move like a regular joke. I'm not move like a regular Talking me like they talking vanilla. Had to get that hanging nigga from Nimmy. I do not move like a regular joke. I'm not moved by no regular hoe. I do not wish for no regular life. I did not marry a regular wife. You thinking I'm losing? You smoking a pipe? Standing in the rain, watching our blessings. The streets ain't the same. It's been a long time, it's been a game. to an angel. I'm a little bit of a And that was Mr. Killer Mike, scientists and engineers who won our rap record last night from the album Mike that won for best rap album of the year. Okay, that was um actually mistakenly given that song, but that's that category I should say was mistakenly put on Twitter as the winner was Nikki and 
um, water sugar, because we don't call her the other name over here because she's not icy and not spicy to me, okay? This is my platform. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. So um, Nikki and Water Spice song from, you know, the Barbie movie um, was mistakenly... Um, was mistakenly listed as the winner of that of that category and then they went back and they changed it and said no it was a steve harvey situation this was not nikki's um win actually it went to killer mike and after which they then humiliated him or allowed a security guard to humiliate him and arrested him for some so-called misdemeanor uh, altercation that was outside. Uh, I didn't understand the misdemeanor altercation until later on today. And they say he was probably, you know, after LAPD spoke with him, he was probably going to be released, you know, in a little bit, in a couple hours or by morning. Well, a couple hours later, I went back and I checked on the news sources and he had been released and it was a misunderstanding and apparently the misunderstanding was that he had bumped into a security guard and he did a citizen's arrest of killer mike at a grammys i you know i i think that he deserves to hear from fred i don't even i don't even know if he should hear from fred because I don't even know if he's even smart enough to even be considered the big dummy of the day. Big dummy. Killer Mike, who is one of the least aggressive, unless you push him, he ain't no killer, don't push him, okay? A graduate from Morehouse, okay? Let's be clear, a graduate from Morehouse College. And you have the nerve, the gall, the hoopsfa to grab him and parade him through the awards, through the crypto.com arena, which anything named crypto these days, you know, you got a side eye. You big dummy. All because you claim that he bumped into you and you allow him to be arrested in LAPD. We just got to be talking about your ass last week. LAPD, you decided to actually arrest him for this? You big dummy. I just wonder if in all of this, was this all planned out? Was this all, and, and it was all planned out with the new, um, leader of the pack, as I like to call it, over there at the Grammys, the little black man on his watch. It wasn't on Craftsman's watch, because Craftsman was too busy um, fondling and allegedly sexually assaulting and abusing women. You big dummy. So for you to grab a hold of Killer Mike to say he bumped into you, I'm going to see if I can pull up the um, article I did have the one that was saved originally, but I want to get the give you guys just a little overview of after he was released. Um, because Killer Mike, of course, he told you know, and I love him because, like I said, he's so educated and and he does so much in the community. He does so much in in just 
with with kids with trying to elevate the black community i remember he started uh, um with the banking for us to start saving monies and things like that in the black community so you you gotta love what he's trying to do but hours after he was released from the police custody in uh, los angeles after police said he was involved in a physical altercation on grammy's night the rapper killer mike said in a radio interview monday morning that the arrest was a mere blip to a triumphant night when he won three Grammys. We hit a speed bump and then we head back to the party, man. That's what the rapper told the host of the Atlanta-based Big Tigger Morning Show, saying that he had just left his final party in Los Angeles following the award show. On Sunday night, his Michael won, I said Mike, but it's called Michael won Best Rap Album and one of his songs, Scientists and Engineers, which was the song we just got to listen to, took the awards for Best Rap Song and Best Rap Performance. The nominees he was up against included some of the most popular and lauded rappers in the moment, including Drake, Travis Scott, Doja Cat, and Nicki Minaj. Where's Drake? I'm sick of your ass because even when they gave you all the awards, you didn't damn show up. When you did show up the one time, you said, oh, you know, the awards don't matter. You know, you don't want this to, you know, be the reason why you keep grinding. You grind and always believe in yourself. And I totally agree with that. I've heard every, every I've heard a lot of artists say that. Don't use this as you know, the reason why, and if you don't win, you're all, you know, you're devastated. No, that's not what this is about. It's in, you know, we're going to get into Jay-Z's speech later on, but it, that is true. But don't sit your ass up there because you and Nikki was in um, a category and because they mistakenly listed Nikki as the winner for the rap song when it actually went to Killer Mike. Like I said, they had a Steve Harvey moment. Now, and, um, a prolific rapper who won his first Grammy in 2003 for his collaboration with Outkast on the song The Whole World. These were Killer Mike's first Grammys as a solo artist. So let's not get it twisted. These were not his first Grammys. It's not his first time being chosen by this little uh, peer group, as you say, this group of people that, that are anonymous and no one knows. And it's a reason for that because y'all ask me bribing them and y'all will be winning every damn award, depending on how big your conglomerate is and how much, you know, how big that money is sliding up under the table. Okay, let's just be clear. Now, they have moved to make it more diverse, I think, but I've been stopped believing in the Grammys when I found out that it's just based, it's very, it's 100% subjective. You when, when they had um, Indy, and I think I spoke on this a couple of years ago when I first started the podcast with India Ari, and she was nominated for eight Grammys, and she should have won, and they gave it to Nora Jones, whose daddy was some kind of conductor, a famous conductor or something like that with some orchestra or whatever. Not putting that down because I'm a former violin player, so violinist, so I'm not saying nothing about that because I listen to orchestra. That's not the point. The point is she did not have the best in every category. They put this girl in against India Ari and in every last one of those categories, they gave it to her. And you have not heard from her ass since. Just like her. It's amazing that I found out later on, I'm thinking her and, and not taking nothing from her. Her is a, and her to me is no Nora Jones. I'm not, def, I'm definitely not comparing her to Nora Jones. Her is her. She is that girl. She is very musically talented. Um, but I think her father is some type of prolific. Um, I don't know if he's a 
conductor or if he's some jazz musician or something like that. But so is Nas. So is Nas' daddy. He didn't win for years. Okay, so let's not mix up what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is, it's amazing how they do certain things during certain times. And that was the reason why I was like, you know what? If y'all doing that to NDRE, and I started backing up off of it. Um, was happy when Cardi and Megan won. Was not so happy with the WAP performance. I didn't know and understand why that happened. So um, that was kind of, you know, I know it was during the pandemic and things of that nature. And it was like, you can't sit down and watch with your kids. I wouldn't have sat and watched a WAP um, and my mom wouldn't have sat and watched a WAP performance with me. Like that, she would have been like, y'all go in the room or whatever and come out when it's done or something like that. And I would have done the same thing with my kids. So I didn't understand how parents are, were blaming um, the Academy or the awards for their kids sitting there watching it. You sit your ass right there in your, in your living room on your couch, move your child. Okay, let me get back on track. So when it comes to the subjectiveness of the Grammy, that was known a long time ago. But see, a lot of you came up, the Nickies and all of this felt like, oh, you know, I'm out here, I'm, ball, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the best, I'm the queen. At the time, she was the only female. Okay, so let's, let's, let's put that out there too. It wasn't like in the, the late 80s and the early 90s when you had a plethora of female um, MCs. You had you had Yo-Yo, you had Latifah, you had um, Moni Love, MC Light, you had um, Silk, what is it? Um, Silk Times Leather, I think it was called. You had JJ Fat. You had ladies of hip-hop. Lil' Kim and Foxy um, Brown. You had a plethora. When Nicki came out, Nikki came out, and the only person that was coming out with her was um, Iggy Azalea. And then Iggy kind of messed herself up here and there. And then Nikki was pew, and she was straight to the top. Okay. However, when she, because I want to explain this, and then, because tomorrow we're going to be getting into the backlash of the Bigfoot. I don't think we're going to get into that tonight, because I want to stick kind of with the Grammys tonight. Um, but this is part of her backlash from the Bigfoot. This is part of her backlash from Roman. People forget, you know, all of these these speeches, everybody's coming out, oh, um, oh, poor Nikki, she can't catch a break. First they say she won, then they say she didn't. Well, hell, look what happened to Miss USA or Universal, whatever the hell it was with Steve Harvey. He had the girl up there with the crown on and, and, and walking around and prancing and doing her little queen princess wave just to find out that she hadn't won. And he had to come out there with another car with actual winner. So let's keep that all in perspective. And mistakes happen. Now, do I think that it was kind of um, ironic that it happened with Nikki and at this time? Yes, I do. But I also find that it was ironic that what happened with Killer Mike happened. Why the hell wasn't the rap categories televised? Black man that's in charge of the academy now? So now that it's under your under, under your authority, now that it's under your leadership, now we go back to not televising the rap? Was it because of what he said um, on, which I, I, you know, he gets on my nerves, Charlemagne, but Charlemagne's made some good points on the Breakfast Club. 
Did it have something to do with what he said about Biden? Now, I'm, I, you know, I don't have a problem with Biden, but some of the things that he said about the administration and things that need to be done, I don't think he has anything against Biden either. He was just speaking because that's who he, that's what he does. Social, political, community activist. That's who Killer Mike is. Don't let the name fool you. And I saw his um, come up and I saw his growth and talk about his grandma who raised him and I saw his whole story on shout out to um, Mr. Graham that comes on late night on Saturdays and I caught his entire um, life story and I got to tell you inspirational if you ever get a chance check out his story because it is I mean listen to the if you listen to stream his album and you'll get the story Okay, it's all about Michael, but um, I I don't think that I think it was ironic that that happened that they said it was Nikki and then it was him, but I don't think that it had anything to do with trying to get at Nikki or anything like that. But let's continue. The rapper um, details about the arrest remain unclear on on Sunday. The Los Angeles Police Department said in a statement that he was booked on a charge of misdemeanor battery and released after an altercation at Crypto.com Arena in the site of the awards ceremony, but declined to elaborate. He has a court date scheduled for the end of February. A representative for the rapper born Michael Render did not respond to requests or for comment on the Grammys directed questions to the police, okay? Now, he has a nuanced relationship with policing and he was criticized um, he has criticized law enforcement in the past, rapping about police violence and advocating for systemic changes to policing. He has also defended the police at times, standing alongside the Atlanta mayor and police chief at a news conference in 2020, identifying himself as the son of an Atlanta police officer as he urged protesters not to burn your own house down when demonstrations escalated in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. Now, on Monday, the radio interviewers repeatedly tried to get Killer Mike to address the dramatic moment captured on video in which he was led through the arena in handcuffs. Black History Month, y'all. Let's just let's pay attention. Not alone. Um, he was on stage celebrating his wins for his album, Michael, his first solo album in more than a decade. Asked by the show's host, Darian Morgan, about the incident, the rapper sidestepped what became one of the most talked about moments of the Grammys in, um, on Sunday. We partied all night, the rapper responded. Ain't nothing happened, but we winners. That's it. Now, Morgan pressed him for details, laughing as Killer Mike recounted the night as if nothing particularly consequential had happened. I saw you leave, and then I heard you came back, Morgan prodded leading killer mike as gently changed as he gently changed the subject didn't i look good i was fresh then the show co-host jazzy mcbee made another attempt asking if he felt that the arrest had overshadowed his big grammy's night we gonna get back to the real question how did he do it the rapper said three grammys 30 years in the game 48 years old beat out everybody in the thing Man, he beat the best of the best. And I said the same thing. So say less. Now, that was my feeling. He was the big winner of the night. Um, I know we're going to get into the Taylor Swift thing. But before we get into that, um, 
I just I just have to say congratulations again to Killer Mike, um, underground rapper, all uh, advocate for um, justice for social justice, a graduate of Morehouse College. Like this man, forty eight years old. If you ever thought, and, and for you kids out here who love that do the ageism bullshit. And love the first thing you say. I told you guys I've seen it all the time. Every time when I'm on social media, I make a comment. Oh, and oh, 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 and I always comment in there. Y'all always calling people oh, but if you keep saying good morning, bitch, you gonna get old too. You gonna get old too. And a lot of y'all don't even look like y'all age. You're twenty something, and you looking down forty eight, and that's a shame. Cause somebody is forty eight and they looking forty eight, then kudos. If they looking a little lesser than 48 and they 48, then even more kudos. But y'all got to stop with that and just understand that no matter what time in life it is, it's never too late to accomplish a dream or a goal. It's never too late. Never give up. Keep grinding. Keep going, which is something that Jay said we were going to speak to um, next. But um, Tracy Chapman's return. In a major coup of the Grammys, the influential artist who walked away from the spotlight made a grand return to the award stage, um, duetting her 1986 hit, Fast Car, with the country star Luke Combs. I say shout out to Luke Combs. I really appreciated him bringing that legend back to the stage. She still looks like that little round face with them little cheeks. She still looks like her with her little gray dress down her back. Excuse me, I'm gonna take a little sip of water. And uh, <coughs> excuse me. And um, don't got a little dry there. I was so happy to see her because when um Luke Combs came on, I'm like, oh, he's gonna do fast car. And he was telling his story about the song. And about those, you know, the songwriter. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Tracy Chapman, you know, and walking all around. And then all of a sudden, when the music started, when, you know, the, they got through with all his statements and stuff, and it started. And then I hear this voice. I'm, I just ran to the TV. I'm like, what? Tracy Chapman. And I felt like childhood all over again. I loved it, sang along with the song. I think tears welled in my eyes. It was a great moment. I loved that. Um, another great moment of the Grammys last night that I enjoyed, and it also brought tears to my eyes, was Joni Mitchell. Now, those of you who are not familiar with Joni Mitchell, I think I've touched on Joni Mitchell here on the podcast, one of the most prolific songwriters in music history, a songwriter, songwriter. Um, Jay-Z has worked well in, you know, recent times. He's, he's talked about Joni Mitchell. Everybody talks about Joni Mitchell. Like Joni Mitchell was like the hippie that wrote the good songs, the folk music. Um, But it spoke to what was going on in the world, whether it was Vietnam, whether it was racial tensions or anything like that, Joni Mitchell, okay? And um, she's never performed on the Grammys because I think she was just that into her beliefs and with how certain things were run. She did not support the um, 
they didn't she didn't they didn't call it the industry but the i forgot the word that that she would use or what they would use back in uh, the days i have to ask my mama <laughs> but um she she blew me away and that song that she was singing about life um both it's called both sides now i know i still gonna play um killer mike the rest of the night but maybe i'll play that one both sides now oh my gosh y'all tears 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 she um she had vanished from public sight after having an aneurysm nine years ago so for her to have her first performance be on a stage still singing and she was tapping her cane she was sitting in the chair and the music oh my gosh y'all it was a beautiful thing i'm gonna see if i can play a little bit of the song for you all but it was so uh, i i'm already was choking from a dry mouth i don't want to uh, like ruin the episode i might start balling but that was a beautiful sight and it was a beautiful song and it was a beautiful moment and you know the words of the song just wow it's Joni mitchell though so that was another highlight of the night um because we are we are discussed ugly so we're getting into some good now y'all and then we're gonna get into some bad and then probably finish up with some good um next billy joel y'all let me tell you something i don't care what nobody say the inner child the inner white girl in me i don't even want to say the inner white girl in me because billy joel got soul billy joel got soul okay billy joel has soul uptown girl like singing with the temp i think did he sing on the temptations i know that rod stewart and i believe he did too billy joel was the man he was marrying all of them supermodels i remember being little like this little short man is marrying all of the supermodels he had was christy brinkley and i think he was with another like one or two other supermodels like billy was that man and um if you like pina colada and getting caught in the rain which was an actual true story that song was based off of a, a ad in a paper for y'all young kids you know it was a newspaper and how y'all go on tinder and all that shit. that's what he actually used to go in there and see if somebody will put an ad out and will be looking for a date or something like that they will put it in the newspaper so um billy joel took this ad that was in the paper and he wrote the song about it so i thought that was cool but he had not been out in over like 30 something years and he came back and this is his first new song in almost 20 years and the song sounded good turn the lights back on and you know when i was listening to um him and Joni mitchell's songs if you guys get i don't think i have a snippet of his i'm gonna see if i can find one or Joni's. i'm gonna see if i can find it but the words of those songs were very profound and it spoke to life and it spoke to it sounded to me like two older artists who had done it all, seen it all, and now they're just saying to people, um, you know, get your soul right. Because even in Joni's song, she had a part where she said, um, you know, friends say that you've changed, and then she and and it says, but she said, but isn't that what's supposed to be then for the whole world to be gained? So remember the words in the good book, and the Bible says. 
it's better to um, keep your soul. It's better for one man to have his soul than to gain the, the riches of the world or to gain the whole world. So I'm listening to her like, wow. So it must have been, you know, those were some true words she was speaking. And then turn the lights back on with Billy, some of his lyrics. It just was speaking to, you know, like it almost was like he was saying, you know, one more round, one more time. So those were those were some magnetic um, moments last night. Also, I got to give a shout out to Olivia Rodrigo. That little girl be doing her thing. Okay, I love her. And her song, I call it Dream Chaser, but I know it's not the name of it, but I know she said something like that in her song. I loved her last night. Um, I love the way she sings. She has a beautiful voice. Um, and she I didn't remember her winning any awards last night, but she did good. I, I liked her performance. Also, Okay, I already talked about Scissor, which I, you know, I didn't appreciate them having her tap dancing all around round while Taylor was sitting there being entertained to wait to snatch the damn album of the year award. Because when I saw her doing, let me explain something to y'all too with these awards, and then we're gonna go to our next break, and then we're gonna come back. Um, I noticed with these awards that the one that's gonna win, they don't do all that damn performing. It used to be like that. It used to be they perform and then they go off and then they're saying the winner is and they have to run back out there. They ain't got time to change or anything. It used to be. But now I'm starting to notice every time I turn around, you'll have them dance. The one that's performing all throughout the night, it's like, this is how we're going to repay you. We'll just let you perform your whole album, half of your album, but we're still going to get this award over here. I just don't like that. And I saw that happen before. I saw that happen on the MTV Awards with uh, Rihanna, and then I think it was still Beyonce. They had to give Beyonce something that night. And I just thought, you know, this is her night. She got the Vanguard Award. Let her just have her night. But y'all just had to slip Beyonce in there. But baby, we're going to get into Fantasia. Don't think I ain't going to get into Fantasia. I know y'all heard about it, baby. We're going to call her Tina Asia because her new name needs to be Fantina. We're going to take the Asia off. Oh, it's going to be Fantina Verino, and I forgot what her husband's last name because she does have her husband's last name. But when we come back from our next break, we're going to get into more of good, some more of the bad slash ugly, and we're going to get into that Jay-Z's um, speech. We're going to get into Victoria Monet's speech. Hopefully, I can get a clip of that. We're going to get more into Miley's side, the return of Miley to the, her first Grammy. We're going to get into that. We're going to also get into the controversy of the Jay-Z speech versus Taylor Swift album of the year. Okay. So, you know what? Before we do, let me invite our um, Just Be Guns. We got to play our song and then we'll get back into Killer Mike. We got to welcome them in, y'all. We got to close the door and make them feel the vibe. This is our welcome song to you, Just Be Guns. It's a hot John experience. Our first episode of Melanin Mondays, formerly known as Monday Night Madness. Um, let's get into it. See you on the other side of this break. It's a hot John experience. Yeah. 
and I snatch up a cosign from one of the ghosts. Come on in, you letting out all the cold air, bro. Where you been? I know that you ain't forget about your folk. Late again, he may not come when you want, but I'm always a phone time, so roll up the smoke, la la. The weed too potent, so I had to call mama. Tell her how much I love her for cooking them home products. When the bills will pile up, cereal with the water. If Lord couldn't help us, we had hamburger helper. When you want it done, right? You gotta get it for yourself, huh? It don't seem right being older than my uncle. Some people call it ghetto, I prefer another level. But I'm about to board this plane, I can't wait to see your face and hear you say, Come on in, close the door, and feel the vibe. Come on in, please call it greens and chicken we are back y'all we are back monday night madness aka the new melanin mondays um coming to you starting next monday so very excited about that um, and we'll get more into details um, later on in this week what Melanin Mondays will entail. Um, but just know it's going to be a great show. Make sure that if you are a Black-owned business or if you know someone who is um, the proprietor of a Black-owned business, have them to reach out to me at hotdjohns at gmail.com. That's hotdjohns at gmail.com. If you are the owner of, if you are a black owned business, I would love to spotlight and highlight you here on Melanin Mondays on our Melanin Money Moment. So make sure that you reach out to me and that's on H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S at gmail.com. Looking for all black business owners so we can spotlight you here on the Hot D. John's Experience. Okay. And we are back to our Monday Night Madness, final Monday Night Madness. Um that we are highlighting the Grammys. It's the good, the bad, the ugly, okay? And when we left off, we left off on some of the good um, points of the night, some of the tearjerkers, which was Joni Mitchell. We left off on the real winner, which was um, Killer Mike. Um, we left off on, you know, the Billy Joel. That was another tearjerker. We left off giving um, Olivia... Uh, Rodrigo, some love for her performance. She was, she did very well. I also want to get into, um, I said I wanted to get into Miley Cyrus on this side of the break. Miley Cyrus was, was, let me tell you something. Miley Cyrus looked amazing. I have to say the hair, she looked like she wanted to say, oh, you know, like a little, <laughs> like an old to, <laughs> to Elvis. But, you know, or a little girl playing dress up and she pumping her hair up and she, you know, maybe put too much spray and, and this, you know, I'm going to go out here anyway. And, you know, she like she was just having fun. She looked like the original Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. OK, and I love to see it. And her song Flowers, you know, great song. 
I loved her song. Maybe um, when I leave out tonight, I'll play some of these little quick songs, like little tidbits of these songs that I'm talking about, or maybe throughout the week, I'll let y'all hear them. Um, but I want to put a little more, you know, content in because we got some snippets to play for you guys for me to go over, and I don't want to go too long. Um, and it's our anniversary, y'all. It's our anniversary. This is the three-year anniversary of the Hot D. Johns Experience. Woo-woo! February 5th, 2021. Okay? We're going to be playing some snippets throughout the week on all episodes leading up to Fun Fluff and Friday. Well, I'm really going to be turned all the way up. I know I'm not too turned up tonight. I'm a little subdued. Um, not sure why, but I just am. Uh, but I just, um, it's very calming, and three is a great number, uh, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. So it's time for us to go, go, go. So I, I you know, we're going. it's a lot of things that's happening, a lot of um, changes for the good, and I've named some of those things. So we will be going through all of that this week on the episodes. I'll be giving you little snippets and little tidbits, um, and... Yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. Shout out to For The Real Only. For The Real Only, make sure you check him out on YouTube. Had a very good um, coffee and combo this morning about hip-hop and all the stuff that was going on. The trending topics with Most Def and Fat Joe and all that good stuff. So check him out on YouTube. That's the I to the B, The Real Only, okay? Big foe for sure. All right. Now get back to these Grammys. So Miley, like I said, Miley won Record of the Year. And I was like, wow, what about Billie Eilish? Because y'all know I am a Billie Eilish fan. I was shocked. You know, I was thinking, oh, Billie, what, what's going on with Billie? She not going to win something? Because, you know, I, when I first started doing this Grammys episode, you know, she she kind of just wiped it clean. Billie was coming through, you know, and I played all of her songs because that was my girl when she first came out. And I still like Billie Eilish. I like that little girl. And lo and behold, they came along and... She won, Billie Eilish won with the um, What Was I Made For, the song that was from, it was actually made Song of the Year, and it was from the Barbie movie. So I'm like, oh, Lord, I know the Barbs are losing their damn mind because the Nicki fiasco where the little mix-up, and then you got Billie Eilish actually winning uh, for Song of the Year. So I'm sure she freaked out over that. And, um... I was I was I was happy for her and my son was like, oh mom, that's definitely a tearjerker. You know, when you get, it's like when I took my girl to the movies to go see Barbie, you know, every, you should have seen them all in there and they were like crying. So I was like, I had heard that song from her because I thought, you know, she was on a little hiatus. I know she was, and then she'll come and come back with some new music. So, you know, shout out to Billy Irish. That was good too. Victoria Monet, best new artist. I mentioned it at the beginning. I love this little girl, and I played her song on oh my mama. And baby, on oh my mama, this little girl is good. And her her story was so inspirational about how she went to the record label and she had this portfolio, and she just knew that they were going to sign her, and she put it down, and nobody paid attention to it. And she talked about how her her now manager saw it, picked it up, and decided to leave the record label and take on her as an artist, and she became her manager. I thought that was super dope, and um, hopefully I can find her snippet, but I want to see, um, 
if I can find that snippet later on, because I'm going to play like some snippets of like all the highlights of the night. But I thought that was awesome when she told that story. Now, um, I know you're going to get some people. I don't get into the fashion because I do audio and I don't do the visuals just yet, the video. But I think I'm going to. I'm going to try to do a video on it tonight, hopefully. But let's get into this. We already did the Travis Kelsey thing with with the uh, and it was such a backlash on that. And I was like, shout out to this one comment that I read where it said, I know that um, John B is somewhere like, really? What happened to me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, John Batiste, you know, I don't know what it is, but John Batiste, he was nominated so much. And this man put on such a performance during the um, dedication to those who have gone till I am very disgusted with them. I didn't hear him. I don't know if he won off camera because they you know there's a lot of disrespectful shit going on with that a lot of the, the black awards and i said i'm just calling it what it is the black Awards were not televised um scissor did get hers on camera but that was it everybody else pretty much no and you know outside of jay-z now um i'm gonna get into like some some of what he did when i play the snippets I'll let you guys know who that is. But let me see if I can find a snippet of um, Victoria Monet. To everybody who has a dream, I want you to look at this as an example. Thank you, God. This, um, this award was a 15-year pursuit. I moved to LA in 2009, and I like to liken myself to a plant who um, was planted, and you can look at the music industry as soil, and it can look at, be looked at as dirty, or it can be looked at as a source of nutrients and water. And my roots have been growing underneath ground, unseen for so long. And I feel like today I'm sprouting, finally above ground. So I'd like to thank my team of visionaries who could see through that soil. Rochelle, thank you so much. Girl, okay. thank you so much. And that was uh, Rochelle. Girl, thank you so much. Rochelle is the young lady that was working at the um, record label who decided to take up her portfolio, quit her job at the record label, and become her manager. And now here she is on her mama, baby. She looked fly. She looked good. And congratulations. Now let's get into John Baptiste, who brought out Ann, baby, from the Sounds of Black. I could not believe he brought an Ann Nesby from the Sounds of Black. Long as you keep your head to the sky during the um, tributes of those who have gone on. And let's get a snippet of that. Somebody bring on the 
That was the first time in years the Grammy has really gone to church. I remember the Grammys back when I was growing up. They always had a part of the show that they gave to God. They dedicated And I mean, artists from all genres would get together and do a literal a literal gospel jam okay on that stage and it has not happened in years yeah we got kirk franklin who will come out there and do his thing i think kirk franklin performed in the pre-grammys um and you know kirk gonna be kirk and i'm looking forward to seeing him when he comes to jazz cigar and um next month but um and i've seen him before i love he always puts on a great show but i'm saying that real gospel i ain't talking about no show did y'all hear that i just got chills did you hear that that was how it was just live watching it and for ann nesby to come out and still got that beautiful voice oh my gosh y'all it was amazing and john batiste this is an artist who is so underrated he should have won something last night, and I was very disgusted by it. Shout out to um, Michelle Obama. She did win again for another audio book, I believe. So that was her second Grammy. So, you know, God bless Michelle Obama. She won. But John Batiste, y'all got to stop overlooking him. I did not appreciate that at all. Um, I, I, was, I was utterly disgusted. I'm not going to lie. Because that young man, when I say, when I say, he has a beautiful voice. You you heard him, and on that piano and everything, he was he was, oh my gosh! So we definitely need it. Halle Bailey, you know, she did um, an awards performance at the master class, I believe it was. So shout out to her. She looks amazing after having the baby. So shout out to her. Was very happy about that. Now let's get into. Um, I know I played her song in the beginning, but I don't think they. Um, I got a snippet with her and Luke. So we did Tracy. Now, Celine Dion, y'all. When she came out to give, I knew she was gonna be. When they said an icon, it was such a blessing to see Celine Dion because of the simple fact that she's been very ill and her sister was saying, you know, she was touch and go for a while with this debilitating disease that she has. And um, we're just going to send love and light and prayers to Celine Dion. She had a gown on, but she had on this coat. So you could tell y'all know that diva right there from Canada. Shout out to Canada, my Canadian listeners. That diva there, trust me, you know, if she could, she would have been blowing the windows out of the crypto.com arena, okay? So you gotta know that, you know, she's not well, but she, and with her big um, jacket on last night, I guess, whatever she has, maybe she has low blood. I forgot what it is, because I've seen it, um, several articles. I just didn't want to speak on it because it's just so sad, and I love Celine. Maybe I will, you know, talk about it um, on here one day, but I just was, it was so good to see her. She was saying, she was just looking at the crowd and you could just tell just in her face, y'all, I'm getting chills again. I'm going to start bawling. 
she looked beautiful. She sounded great, you know, speaking, you know, she spoke great. And um, she's who gave out the award for the album of the year to Taylor Swift. Um, I sh which would be a great segue if I didn't have one more thing to say. The tribute had me in tears. Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder with Tony Bennett. Y'all know those of you who've been here on the platform, listen to the podcast, my 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 day ones and my new ones, just begun. So if you haven't, go and check it out. Play with the toys, eat the fries. This is the Happy Meal of Podcast, baby. We have so many episodes and all of them are live, okay? So make sure that you go and listen. But Tony Bennett is very special to me. I've been little. My great-grandma, my grandma, my mom, when she was much younger, she got an opportunity to sing with the Rat Pack as, like, I think it was a teenager or a preteen um, in Miami. I got to get her to come on, y'all. I've been talking to her. I'm going to get her to come on here so she can give you some of these, these little industry stories. I, I call them industry, but she ain't go that deep in there once she went to this party. But I have her tell y'all that story. But in any event, Tony Bennett, I've always likened him to like a Frank Sinatra. And I think those two had some kind of nice little beef back in the day, you know. Um, but I love Tony Bennett. And for him to be, for them to bring, when they brought him up on that screen and Stevie Wonder was on that piano singing, Oh my gosh, y'all. Tears, 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 tears. It was beautiful. I'll see if I can find a snippet of that. But it was beautiful. Now, um, Sinead O'Connor, when I tell you Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics, those of you who know who don't know, sweet dreams are made of this, baby. Who am I to disagree? I traveled the world in the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Honey, she was the one, and sisters are doing it for themselves. She sang with Aretha Franklin. This was a badass white girl back in the 80s and the 90s. Annie Lennox, we love you. I love you. Hell, I need to start playing her, some of her music on here. Annie Lennox, the incomparable Annie Lennox. And you could tell she had already been crying. She had the mascara running down her face. Oh, my gosh. It was just so touching. And she sung a hell. You would have thought Sinead O'Connor had gotten back up and decided to come back and sing. And then, of course, you know, they spoke on, you know, the Palestinian war and everything like that, Some of the, which is some of the things that Sinead O'Connor used to speak about. Annie Lennox was, oh, my gosh, she was beautiful. Now, Burt Bacharach, I didn't realize um, Burt Bacharach had passed. And I think, I'm, I'm trying to remember if I remember or not, he is the reason we have Dion Warwick. And you mean to tell me, Grammys, y'all couldn't get Dion to just straighten up a little bit? Y'all, y'all know Auntie, all Auntie Dion needs a couple of little marijuana seeds. You feel me? A little white, couple of white boys, and she would have been, and, and she would have been able to come up there and blow the roof off the mother, unless she's not able to. I was wondering because I'm like, why y'all ain't have Dion? Why y'all ain't have her up there, Dion Warwick? And the song that they played, The Walk On By, that's the song that he wrote for her. Like, I, I was I was lost. I was lost with that one. They played him, you know, directing the orchestra, playing the song. And she's the reason why y'all got Usher um, come back. Ooh, you're going to want me back. You're going to need me. Okay? That was 
um, Dionne Warwick originally. That's who they sample on that Usher song. So I don't know why Auntie Dion wasn't on there, but that that tripped me out. Um, Clarence Clairvant that was on there, the Godfather of Black Music. Um, that was sad. And then also I was thinking of all the controversy behind him, especially with Jaguar Wright breaking a lot of stuff out to us um, over this last year or so about Clarence's life and things that was happening. So I found that very, um, it was very, it was sad and it was, it was, it was sad. It was sad because um, just thinking about some of the things that she said and knowing that she is a truth teller, um, it was, it was really something special, but so the tribute was, oh my gosh, but baby, when I say that tribute was not it, it was it, but baby, it became all that when Miss Fantina Barino got on that stage and did Proud Mary by Tina Turner. Now, before we get into our main topic with Jay-Z's speech, I bring you Miss Fant formerly Fantasia Barino. We call her Fantina Barino. Let listen. Down in the city. Working for the man every night and but I never lost one minute of sleeping Cause I was worried about the way that things might have been Adam, I don't know the big wheels keep on turning And the brown baby keep on burning Left a good job Rolling on a river. But I never lost a minute
Now, if you want to talk in full circle, if you want to talk about full circle, that last line and shout out to um, MB Soul Music Lovers um, for providing those snippets. When you want to talk about full circle, when she came on, and I have to apologize to a person in the comments who I was very adamant. No, that was the song that she um she did. And it was like, no, she did another song. And then they asked her, could she do something else? And that's when she did the Tina Turner um song. So I digress and I um I don't apologize, but pardon the, the mishap. You were correct. She did perform a, another song originally, and then they asked, did she know another song that she could sing? And she did Proud Mary, and that was how she got in. Paula was like, see, mm -hmm, there it goes, that's it. And she was looking at Randy and Simon, and they were sitting there like, I'm still not convinced. But there you go. When I say that girl killed the performance, and what was... What did not overshadow, and I thought it was, but I was glad that the cameraman switched off from it. I don't know what was up with Beyonce last night. It was something, her energy was way off. Now, I know, you know, usually she'll put this, this, the front on the smile like cheese for the cameras, but last night, for some reason, she did not give us the cheese or the motherfucking crackers, okay? She was clapping offbeat. I don't know if she had not had a little scissor before she came to the show, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what it was. I know that the brunch was was canceled. Maybe she was mad because she didn't get the chance to wear the big hat and go and drink some mimosas and chill. But we all know why they canceled their pre-Grammy um, brunch because usually, you know, Diddy and them be there. But, you know, if I don't have it, your ass can't come. And I, I ain't finna risk you popping up like, dog, you my dog, man. Like, we been in this phone. Don't, don't get so new on me, Ray. Don't get so new on me, Jay. Okay, you ain't want him coming in there like that. The sheriff did the raid when he went down to Georgia. Don't don't all of a sudden find religions on me, Ray. Okay, so he was saying, don't find religion on me, Jay, because he was busy over there on on his platform, on his Instagram, dropping some um behind-the-scenes snippets from the Love album or whatever, talking about it was made with some of the most um, prolific and talented musicians, producers, singers, rappers, and all this stuff, and showing everybody pictures. So I don't know what, you know, Diddy Dong Dong over there is trying to come up with. But anywho, I digress. Let's get back to Fantasia. But um, I kind of thought that that was a little messy because when she came up to the first person, I don't know exactly who that was, but that little, that, honey, that little slim white girl was winding them hips all the way down with Fantasia. She said, I need another pretty lady. She said, how about you? And I don't know if there were words. I don't think there were words said because her mic was not, it was on. Trust me, the mic was on. You heard the voice. The mic was on, definitely on last night for uh, Fantasia, Fantina. But um, 
I don't know. It, 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 I don't know because I know that she performed with Tina. And remember, Tina Turner, her mom is a huge fan of Tina Turner. So I, I just, it, it just was off to me. Not to mention, too, you had Oprah that did the introduction for the Tina Turner tribute. And everybody was very dry when Oprah was up there. And not to mention, after all of that, when I know there was previous to that, Trevor Noah made a, a joke about um, we're here tonight with all the celebrities who were not on the Epstein list. I was like, shit, Oprah there. Oprah was on the list. Oprah was on the list several times. <laughs> I'm like, Trevor, you better check. You better check the log, baby. You you forgot Ofri in the house. But it was like the crowd was very dry. Even when she did her Tina voice, Oprah, when she did that, everybody would usually laugh. Everybody was very dry, quiet, baby. This is the karma of Taraji. We rise with cookie bookie okay but that's either here nor there Fantasia was amazing um i didn't like the way she, um to me beyonce kind of shaded her like come on queen b come on queen but i think it was something else going on there because even when jay-z was on the stage if you see her face if you get a chance to see when they kept panning it to her face her face was very stiff not one smile cracked I don't, and she sent Blue up there with her daddy. So I don't know, y'all. Something deep, deep, deep was going on there. But Fantasia was amazing. And for her to finish out the tributes for the night, I thought she did an amazing job. I'm I'm not surprised. Um, she is a friend of the family or a family member. And I just love Fantasia. I love Fantasia inside and out. She is so genuine. She's so down to earth. And I love how, her, her level up after everything that she's been through and how God sent her her husband and her God sent her husband and they've been moving right along. She is our Sierra, the, the original Sierra. I think she got her husband and then Sierra got Russell or the other way around. But any event, beautiful job, Fantina Verino. Okay, y'all, we're going to take one more break and then we're going to come back with our main story about Jay and uh, Taylor Swift. We'll be back, y'all. This thing timing is everything. Like nigga, this it, this this one right here. That ain't easy. Stay motivated. Stay inspired. I owe it to myself. Stay down on it. And it ain't been hard throughout the journey. It's been a journey. I was so young when I stood in that stove. Then I did not know that the money you paid me was meant for your babies and 
now they just throw. It was that beef in my nigga. I am not vicious, my nigga. I had no vision, my nigga. I wanted Gucci and Fendi, my nigga. Gucci's a bitch in my nigga. But none of them crackers, they love us, my nigga. All of them crackers, they fuck us, my nigga. Packers, they women in love with your guard. They fuck us, they suck us, and love us, my nigga. Back to the trap. Back to the dickies and boss. Looking like I drive a truck. Fucking my bitch, she better be weak. She buy a new bag of weed. God damn it, I do it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the perfect segue into what we about to hear Jay say, okay? So let me just stop right there because I'm getting too turned up. I said I was going to keep it cool and calm and cordial on this Melanin Monday, a.k.a. Monday Night Madness. We we, we don't try to keep it down. We're going to keep it down. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Strong Jay. <laughs> Killer Mike. Okay? Hip-hop, hip-hop. Killer Mike, Michael, stream it today. You will not be disappointed. Hip-hop album of the year, scientists and engineers song of the year, and rap record of the year, okay? Period. So let's go on and finish the show, and then we're just going to go ahead and finish up with uh oh, i'm gonna have to get back into the vibe mike you, you just did something to me just now you just did something to me just now i think that i think he might have to take over for a little bit from from my boy i don't know i don't want to do it to you jack harlow but i might have to do it but anyway let's get into our main topic of the night jay-z's global icon award those of you i'm sure you have heard all about it um, about his speech, and um, they have now found a way to pretty much switch the narrative to make it look as if this was something done to take away from Taylor Swift's moment. He did not crash a stage, drunk off a ball of Hennessy, grabbing an award, talking about, um, you know, my wife had the greatest of all time. What he did was get up there, accept his award that is ironically named after somebody who, I don't know about this global impact um, icon award, global impact. Uh, I, um, Let, let me say this. I don't, you know, Dr. Dre, musically, he has done his thizzle, okay? He did his thing with NWA. He did his thing in the production booth for many artists. But I cannot forget the things he did to Michelet wife and everybody else where he has literally been the most abusive man the DJ they get kicked down in the club I don't understand how you name a global impact award after this man and then you made him the first recipient of it last year okay 
and now Jay-Z. I just don't like the name of it. The Andre Young Global Impact Award. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't like it. Um, But that's either here nor there. Let's get into <laughs> what um happened in the speech that Jay-Z made. And once we get into that, we will then get into what the ladies on The View had to spew. Okay? And um, I think it was very disrespectful for them to come for his moment and basically say it was based on ruining Taylor Swift's moment when that wasn't her damn moment. It was his award that he received in his speech. So without further ado, let me bring to you our main topic, Jay-Z's Global Icon speech. It's music and it's opinion-based but, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. Obviously, it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion based. But, you know, some things, you know. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. Obviously, you know, some of you, some of you going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it robbed. Some of you don't belong in the category. When I get nervous, I tell the truth. Um, but outside of that, outside of that, you know, we got to keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second. You know, second, just in life, as I, as my daughter sits and stares at me nervous as I am. Um, um, just in life, you got to keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys. You got to keep showing up. Until, you, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. Until they call you chairman. Until they call you a genius. Until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me? Second, just in life. You feel me? Okay. So you heard what he said. Okay. In that speech, he's basically saying that there's no way in the world that Beyonce won 30-something times and not one of those awards was album of the year. Okay? We discussed that at the beginning in our preview of what we're going to talk about in our topics tonight. Okay? Now, we're going to get into what The View had to say in regards to that. Now, Taylor Swift, I wanted to see if I could find a snippet of her speech because I found it very interesting. She said something slick in her um, speech, but I couldn't find a snippet of it. But here we go. We're going to get into the view and see what they had to spew in regards to um, his speech. And then I'm going to come with my commentary and finish it on up. Okay. I 
the terrible number. Just Grammys? I think 38 is kind of not a, a terrible number. 38, just, just Grammys? 38? Yes. Yeah, she's 32, 32. I'm sorry, 32. Yeah. This 32. is a long-standing thing. I think the country's never gotten over that she didn't win Album of the Year for I Am Sasha Fierce. And this goes back to the Taylor drama. She won for Fearless that year. And objectively, I can say I think Beyonce should have won for I Am Sasha Fierce. What I didn't love, I love the husband standing up for the white... Also, that Blue Ivy looks like Beyonce when Destiny's Child first started. I was living Blue for Ivy that. was <laughs> killing I it. Did, I just don't like what feels like taking away from artists who are winning that like that that night. And Beyonce has been such a support system to Taylor Swift. She showed up for the opening of her Eras Tour movie. Mm-hmm. Taylor went to hers. And it felt like it was taking away from her making history that night by winning the most albums of but the year. But didn't it help that she it. wasn't even eligible? Beyonce wasn't in that category. This I think that helps, but it just... You're not okay, can, award, can I say yes. something? I think, I think 38 is kind of not a, a terrible number. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Okay. Even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. She's won over 30. She's never won album of the year. Yes, she went to the... Um, but that's what Beyonce does. Whoever is Beyonce's team, I say is the best PR team in the industry, whether it's acting, whether it's music, just the industry, entertainment industry, period, is Jay-Z and Beyonce's PR team because there is nobody, nobody else really riding like that and knows the perfect time to cancel a brunch, the perfect time to put out a statement when your mama was liking um liking um people's messages about uh certain pe- about Janet Jackson, the perfect time to come out and the to show face and the show support. Not saying that that's all she's doing it for, but listen, PR is PR. I'm not saying she what then genuinely support Taylor Swift. She but PR is PR. Now, that being said, let's not take away from everything else that he said in his speech, because what they're doing is they're mixing the message. The message, yes, did include him defending his wife, not understanding why she did not win album of the year. Hell, who says that she was talking? he was talking about the year with Sasha Fierce? We talking about lemonade over here. We talk about Lemonade. There's no way in the world she should have not won with Lemonade against some damn Adele. And I said what I meant. It was just really ironic and really right at the nick of time where Adele gets in there and sweeps, you know, and they got her winning this and winning that. But then as soon as they got the album of the year, you gave it to Adele. Even Adele knew Adele shouldn't have won. Let's be clear. So that being said, let's not mix up what the full message was. It is subjective. The Grammy Award is subjective. It's about people who sitting around in a, in a little conference room, eating crumpets and listening to songs and saying, I like this. Do you like this? Do you think they should win? I think they should win. It's just like being on a job and a performance review and you having people tell you, well, we never give fours and fives, so why the hell are the fours and fives there? 
there should be zero to three. And if you're not going to go past three, when they don't even bother have them there. Oh, because, you know, there are people that could achieve it. It's just that I never received it from my supervisor. And I never, that type of bullshit. It's subjective. Because you might look at that person's work and say, oh, you know, I would expect that from them. So, uh, three. It meets my requirement. It meets my expectations because I would expect you to be excellent. And then you have the one over here who's like, wow, yeah, I expect her to be excellent, but to do this and to do that and to go this extra mile and do this extra step, you know, that that warrants a higher rating, okay? Subjective. Because one person felt one way, another person felt another way looking at the same body of work. Now, that being applied to entertainment, what he also said is the grammars are subjective. Do not use this to determine whether you keep going and keep striving to be the best. He's saying you keep knocking on, just like Tupac said back in the day, you knock on the door, oh, we're hungry, can you let us in? We tap on the door again, oh, we're hungry, can you let us in? Next thing you know, we're kicking in the door, coming for, you know what I'm saying? You busting in that shit. So that is the way that it is done. That being said, I hate the fact that they tried to, the view, and others tried to say, oh, well, you know, it kind of stole her moment. Stole what damn moment? That was his moment on the stage. That was his time to speak. That was his speech that he gave for his award. They had shit to do with Taylor. Taylor hadn't even won yet. And even if she had won, whoop the damn do. Because she know that she should. She know that I, Sasha Fierce should have won. Okay, let's be clear. Taylor know that she shouldn't have won against Beyonce. Adele know that she shouldn't have won against Beyonce. Adele is just the only one that said, you know what? I really should give you this award because I didn't think that my album was better than Lemonade. She said it straight up. Taylor was just mortified because you had, uh, uh, I just downed the whole fifth on the red carpet as Kanye jump up there to let you know it wasn't. See the difference? So um, let's do a good takeaway from his speech. I thought it was an excellent speech. She was, you know, she was, she was looking bad. Now she had on a big cowboy brim. She was looking like a real Houston chick last night. You know, I was like, all right, B. B was doing her thizzle. But let's not um, allow them to mess up the message because of who the messenger was and who was mentioned in the message, which Jay-Z defended his wife. He spoke the truth and he's letting the academy know your metrics are off. Okay, the way that you do, the way that you just determine these awards are off. You need to fix it. Look how long it took Jay Z to win one. Like let's let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. So, um, that concludes tonight's episode, Monday Night Mad. There's not too much madness of the Grammys edition. You know, we do this every year. We used to do the others because there used to be stuff outside of the main acts that we could discuss. Um, wasn't too much others in these last several award shows that I watched. It seemed like it's now all about the main as you don't have the up and coming artists performing on the side stage anymore, like the Coca-Cola stage and then this that stage. You don't have any more very it's just very underwhelming when you don't see that like the up and coming new talent or the talent that's out there making noise and they give them their their props on the side to be able to perform. And, you know, on the Coca-Cola stage and they do like a two minute set or something. So, but that being said, 
Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed my review of the Grammys for this year. I thought the Grammys did pretty, I think they did pretty good. I Like I said, I didn't like the fact that we have um, digressed, we have regressed, and they are no longer having the, um, the uh, well, they listed in for this year, the Hip Hop Awards televised. I did not appreciate that. I'm getting real sick of that. I'm getting real sick of all these awards. And this is the reason why it's like we need to start boycotting. But like Jay-Z said, when you boycott and then you go home and watch it, you know, it's like, what's the sense of that? You may as well just go, right? So um, make sure that you follow the Hot D. John's Experience podcast on YouTube, on Spotify, on Radio Public, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and anywhere that you listen to your podcast, your favorite podcast, make sure that you listen to the Hot D. John's podcast. I'm on all platforms. Make sure that you please subscribe so that you are notified every time I upload a brand new episode. Make sure that you share, share if you care, and let them know that when they look, I'll be there, okay? <laughs> and, um, Follow me on Instagram at Kiwi, K-I-W-I, 3059540 on Instagram. Um, I do my little postings there. Check out my stories. Um, I have a major announcement to make. I don't think I want to make it tonight. I think we're going to leave it Grammy-fied. Um, I, I, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Tomorrow is Talk About It Tuesdays. So what we originally had planned for tonight, our versus battles, we will be having on Talk About It Tuesdays tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Jacquees versus Trey Songs. We're going to be talking about the Bigfoot backlash um, and the galloping wind for Meg the Stallion, okay? <laughs> We're going to also be um, talking about, a, um, what they call it, Sweetly Season versus I don't know what is going on with um what what what's the the chef's name Kevin or Kyle or, or whatever his name is why y'all this y'all gonna stop this man from showing love like this is getting ridiculous now we're gonna get into that I know y'all heard about that debacle over there in Dallas where the man Keith I'm sorry where Keith left the four Keith Powell's left the um four forty eight hundred dollars and she talking about oh, I thought he was giving that to me you know clearly that that man was telling you to show love to the other workers that was there. You kept it all for yourself. We're going to get into that. And um, J-Lo versus Ayo. Some, and she just happened to host the SNL show this weekend. I had a former engagement, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. But all of that and more on our Talk About It Tuesday versus edition. That is going to be for tomorrow's episode. So I can hardly wait. Once I upload it, as long as you are subscribed, you will be notified and be able to grab your cubanitos and your coffee if you're going to be home and listen to it in the evening time it will be your taquitos and your mojitos and your margaritas okay so make sure that you stay um, tuned for that so um before we end every episode i like to let everyone know like i always do put god first it works Handle your business so you handle don't, your business don't handle you it's the hot to john experience i love experiencing with you and this has been a great Monday Night Madness. Next week, we go into Melanin Mondays. If you are a Black-owned business, make sure that you email me at hotdjohns, H-O-T, 
djohns at gmail.com. That's h-o-t-d-j-o-h-n-s at gmail.com. I would love to have you here on the platform to talk about your business. Um, or if you don't want to come on to be interviewed, I will definitely still support by mentioning your Black-owned business. Melanie Monday's coming starting next week, y'all. Can't hardly wait. And look out for Talk About It Tuesdays tomorrow. So let's finish on up with Killer Mike, okay? And um, talk to you tomorrow, guys. Peace. But if she's an addict, this Gucci purse don't get a key. Dick with her ass. She is the baddest and bad. Pretty as cold at a sky. All that I got. She got the face of a model. She got the heart of a solder. She from the gutter, my nigga. Right to the mother, my nigga. Winning that yellow, my nigga. Free little pelt to my nigga, Obama. Please free our mama, my nigga. A father, my nigga. Please free Mazulu, my nigga. Heart of a Zulu, my nigga. Free Larry Hoover, my nigga. Free Jeff Fort, my nigga. Fuck all the courts, my nigga. Moving like Malcolm and Martin the King. Let every voice is the soul that I sing. Born in the womb of a beautiful team. I am a beautiful, wonderful thing. I am a king, my woman the queen. Master of the hearts that we are the God. I study hard like John Henry Clark. Even in my days who whip in the heart. I tell the devil the black man is God. Keeping the players is playing my part. Lean on my demon and post in the paw. Jury, I'm gleaming like rocking the law. My Eric B is my nine in the car. You try to demon get nine in your jaw. Bless all the fellas that handle the raw. Fuck all the tellers that ran to the law. Watch out for the hitters with sticks in the car. My name is Michael. I got my law. Won't you help us so hard if So it matters. Mm-hmm. Down by law.